Heads up, this is not your regular podcast. And today we are not having an interview. This is an interview with myself. And what we are doing today is talking about myself throughout the whole year and the journey of becoming a Flutter developer. And I wrote an article about the year in review for 2021. Basically, it contains the process and the lessons I've learned while hunting for a job as a full-time Flutter developer. So hang in there and follow me on the journey. I hope at the end of the podcast, you'll be able to learn um, some stuff or, or probably have a Eureka moment that is going to help you. I hope so. Or it could just be uh, a waste of time that you <laughs> do sometimes. You know, some contents people listen to sometimes. You might actually not learn anything just for listening. So um, let's get started. A little bit about myself. My name is Ajiboye Temitopolo Atayomi, and I am a Flutter developer. I've been building software for about five years now, but majorly I have three years experience building Flutter apps. So I started building Flutter back in 2018. And I made this decision to become a mobile developer because I was previously a web developer. Sometimes I write web with Angular and I know some bit of backend C sharp. And so I was tired of the old journey becoming a web developer. So I wanted to try something else. I'd wanted to be a mobile app previously. I played around with Xamarin, Ionic framework, and a whole lot of tools like that. And in fact, back in my undergraduate days, we sort of built an app that we presented to Etel. There was a competition then that um, Etel brought out. It's called Etel Catapult a Startup. We actually submitted one of our ideas that we built an app around, and we actually got in the f- through the first round. I think we we didn't win at the final round. So um, this is where I'm coming from. So I'd always wanted to be a mobile app developer, but I didn't want to just write native apps. I know some bit of uh, Android development and then uh, Swift, but then I wanted to have a platform where I can have an idea and then just build it from it. And so Flutter became that tool for me. I can sit down and think of, oh, let me build this stuff. I can easily do that in Flutter without having to think about a lot of stuff. So in 2018, I decided to pivot. And this was thanks to my manager back then at the bank. I was working in Sterling Bank. And he saw me 
put some demos uh, on LinkedIn and thought that, oh, I didn't know you can build mobile apps. So why not build this stuff for us in the bank as a mobile app developer? So I was doing mobile, I was doing web. So, but then Flutter was just a part-time thing for me. So building that app, I felt like, oh, I could actually be a Flutter developer. In 2020, I was having a lot of side jobs as a Flutter developer. So it was not my main job. I had clients over at Twitter because I put out demos. People bust into my DMs and say, oh, can you help us to build this and stuff? So I was doing a lot of part-time jobs. 500k there, 1 million here, 2 million there, and a whole lot of stuff. And... uh, in 2021, my goal was to become a full-time Flutter developer working for a company. I was tired of the side jobs. I was experiencing a lot of burnouts. So it didn't make sense for me to just continue doing side jobs. And then one of my goals was to also um, become a Flutter developer building stuff in another industry. I've been exposed to banking, retail, lending, and the likes, and fintech, in fact. So uh, I needed an industry that was quite different. Let's be frank, looking for a job is a really daunting task, and you have to really have some commitment to this to be able to succeed. Um, in fact, job hunting is like a game of numbers you have to apply for a lot of places. And a couple of people have been really fortunate to sort of put their things out there and then recruiter just comes to their inbox and then they do just one interview and get jobs. And I've been in that position before where um, it happens to a lot of my freelance jobs actually. No interviews, just get a job. That is pretty cool. But then if you are looking for the amount of money that you actually need, it actually is a lot of work. I, I, can't, I can't say it's not because um, first you go ahead and try to look for companies to apply for. And remember, Flutter is quite new. So a lot of companies still trying to migrate to Flutter. But I think by next year, we are going to be seeing a lot of Flutter jobs. But then, right now, a lot of companies are building with React Native. So if you want to compare, there's still a lot of jobs for React Native than Flutter. So I knew that going and looking for a Flutter job is going to be a lot of big deal. But I wasn't experienced in it. So I felt like, okay, so the first thing I need to do is to go solidify my knowledge of data structures and algorithms. And because I had a portfolio that I thought that if I apply for a job, they are going to be looking for me and want to grant me an interview. Oh boy, I was wrong. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Even though I had a couple of projects in my portfolio, I had... um, years of experience of about four to five years that was not enough because i got a lot of rejections later in my inbox of unfortunately 
Finally, oh, we cannot give you this job. Oh, after carefully consideration. What the hell? <laughs> okay. So, uh, the first mistake I did was after I thought that I was prepared for interviews, I started applying for LinkedIn. So, there's a job board on LinkedIn that people apply to. So, you just click on it and it, auto and it automatically applies for a job for you. I didn't look for jobs in Nigeria because that was not my target. I was looking for remote jobs, basically. And so I was filtering by country, even by state sometimes, to see jobs there so I can apply for them. And this is what I was doing. But in all my applications on LinkedIn, I don't think I've had a recruiter uh, message me back. So it was zero, zero, nothing. I don't think I'd recommend people applying on LinkedIn. For job there because to me it's just total waste of time in fact i think you have a better result with indeed also if you go over to indeed.com right now you can go to the footer and change the country that you feel you are looking for so let's say you are targeting germany you could just um, click on germany and it's going to show you jobs in germany so uh, you can Google, use Google Translate to translate that. And then you can filter by Flutter. And then you are going to see a lot of jobs there. And when you click on any of them, you'll be able to apply. And when you apply and you're not getting a response, in fact, right there in Indeed, you can reach out to recruiters. It's like shooting your shots, like giving recruiters reminder. Because I remember one of the jobs that I almost got um, the reason the recruiter got back to me was because I messaged him again right there on Indeed. So I've had some success with Indeed. So now um, I thought that why am I wasting time reaching out to recruiters when I can have recruiters reach out back to me? And I figured that out. Um, I can actually make them reach out to me by showing recruiters what you can do. It doesn't matter the number of followers you have or the number of following. What you need to do is to create demos because you are looking for a Flutter job. You could clone a UI, you could build a mini project and put it on LinkedIn and Twitter. And the beauty of it is that if someone likes your post, it cascades automatically it's several people see that post as well so you could actually see that people are actually viewing your profile and they want to um they would want to actually take you so i've had an interview with a company and the interview they reached out to me via an email that's my linkedin email they actually saw one of the demos I put out and then someone in the company has always been advocating for me to the HR that this guy is good let's hire him do you see what he has put out so HR uh, recruiter actually reached out to me and I did an interview in the company although I didn't later take the offer because of course you have to agree on the 
salary as well. So it is important that you are strategic when you are, you want to look for a job. No matter the amount of demo or work that you have done, just put it out. Actually, people are watching you. If you think you just have 20 followers, people are actually looking at you. You could actually look for ways to tag people in the industry that you feel is going to like what you have put out. It is, there are people that actually like to see growth. They like to see um, people that are intense about their growth, people that actually intentional about their growth. So in a way, to uh, tell people that you are actually growing is to put out your content out there. Some people want to have the perfect um, demos to show and the like before they put out content. So they always procrastinate and say, I, I will do a better one, I'll do a better one. But, but, but that's not how it works. Because um, recruiters like to see progress. They want to see that, oh, is this guy growing? this guy uh, moving so I, I think if I was a recruiter I'd like to see through a timeline of people and actually want to go for a candidate that can show workings that can show that they are growing every day and this is what I think you should do and also because you don't know the right content that is going to blow you <laughs> So it's advisable to just put out stuff. But I'm not saying you should put out mediocre stuff, of course. But of course, you have to put out content. Put out, do a screen recording of what you've worked on today and put it out. So um, this is what I think. In fact, for example, if you are starting your journey as a Flutter developer, even from recording your um, ID when you have just installed it, and putting it out there can show growth because the content that you put in today and the content that you put in one month should be different, should show some amount of growth. And when people see growth, they know that you are growing. Somebody is going to message you and say, hey, can you build this for us? Hey, we are looking for a further developer for our company right now, and I think that you are going to fit into this role. It is important that you do that. Okay, so, um, well, sometimes recruiters might reach out to you and then they say, oh, hey, we think that you're going to be a good fit for our company. But then they have processes, internal processes, hiring processes, and which will mean that you still have to apply. Sometimes the recruiter will tell you to uh, for your CV, your resume, and then they will have an initial call with you. So the initial call is just usually just getting to know you. Maybe what you say you are putting out is who you are. So it is this time that you need to convince the recruiter that, oh, I put out a lot of content on my Twitter. In fact, the way I used to get people is I say, oh, I create a lot of Flutter content on Twitter. In fact, I have a YouTube channel where I teach Flutter. So the recruiter looks and says, oh, looks like this guy is actually good okay so i use it to part the first stage of the interview then comes the second stage the second stage is the technical interview usually where they are going to be asking you 
to build stuff on the fly or sometimes it can be a take-home assignment. So this is where you really need to show workings, need to show that you are a Flutter developer. Usually they start with a series of questions that relates to Flutter and then from there you get your take-home assignment and then you do that and then they vet that. So um, just these are the some of the processes that I went through before I could get a job, though I did it a lot. So um, this is what it is. And hopefully one of them is going to be the one you are going to get a job with. But importantly, it is good that you do a lot of interviews because it's going to help you with the next one. So the lessons that you have learned from one of the interviews, you are going to apply it for the next one. For example, I remember that my current company gave me a take-home assignment and I was able to do that well, architecting the project well, because in a previous interview, one of the recruiters had asked me why I was doing something in the code. And in fact, our interaction gave me an idea in which I used for the next take-home assignment of the next interview. So it's always good to go back and evaluate yourself again after doing a technical interview to be able to prepare for the next one. And yeah, that's about that. And no matter the amount of opportunity that you get, even if you get a hundred, you actually just need one, fortunately, yes. So you need a one yes to forget all the other hundred. And please be intentional about applying. Don't just apply to a job because, well, let me just apply. And keep tweaking out your resume and your CV to make sure it works great for you. Okay, so um, this is a journey of how I was able to navigate the whole year. And imagine looking, starting looking for a job in January or February, and then finally landing one around October. So it's kind of lengthy, but it's usually worth it. Although I must admit that I didn't put out a lot of energy because I already had a job at the bank. So if I was jobless, maybe I could have been more aggressive about applying for jobs. Yeah. And that is 2021 wrapped for me based on the career. Based on growth, we have um, Code Clan Nigeria, in which this podcast um, is based on. And basically, we moved over to Discord earlier this year. And we have over 600 strong members right there on the community. And this year, we are going to be doing a series of mentoring and classes as well weekend classes where we bring in people to sort of teach us about some particular stock so um look forward to that if you don't uh if you are not on our discord please make sure that you are on discord and also it's important that um i take in mentees every year to train this year i took on three mentees 
that I train and sometimes when I get side jobs that I can't take on, they're the one that I give them to. So this year I'm going to take on three to five mentees as well. So um, I take them from the community. So it, if you're a Flutter developer, it's important that you join the community. And when the forms are out for taking on personal mentees, you are going to get that. Um, also, I will put in out a lot of content on YouTube next year because that's what's next. And I'll be doing a lot of podcasting, hopefully by next year. And then I'm planning on launching a beginner's course in Flutter and it's going to be free for everyone. So um, I feel like maybe if I can teach, you understand Flutter better. Well, but it's for the beginners. Yeah. So um, that is about that. I hope you have been able to learn one or two things from the podcast. Maybe it's going to help. Maybe it won't. But then good luck searching for jobs i hope this can apply to your various feeds while listening to it and if you want to reach me make sure you reach me on twitter and on linkedin um see you guys in the next episode bye